Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Up The Villa podcast. If you are new around here, drop this video a like, and subscribe to the channel and get involved in the chat below. Today is a very exciting one for me. As I'm sure you can see, I have the pleasure of welcoming one of the most iconic players ever to have pulled on the famous Claret and Blue. Playing over 300 times in 10 years, and most famously captaining the team to the club's first league title in 71 years, and then going on to lift the European club 12 months later. I'm very pleased to welcome Dennis Mortimer to the pod today. Hi, Dennis. How are you? Hi, Justin. Yeah, I'm fine. Uh, you know, lo- love this weather, though. Yeah, cold yes, a bit and cold, miserable isn't it? and dull and, <laughs> you know. Uh, but we've At least got we've got the World Cup. I was yeah, going to say, at least we got Cup. the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, it's yes. been good. Have you enjoyed it? Up to a point. I, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, I this, listen. There's great players out there, and, and it's, yeah. it's it's great to watch them play. But I, I just get fed up, like a lot of ex players do, with the antics that go on on the pitch. Yeah, I'll, the diving, the feigning yeah. of challenges, the feigning of being kicked, feigning that you've been bashed on the head with someone's fingertip. You know, it's just it, all that kind of thing just irritates me so much. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who are shouting at the television and wondering what the referees are doing. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just, one just of them. Yeah, it just them. gets to me, Justin, you know. A lot of them wouldn't have survived years ago when you played, to be honest, because you just, you just have to get on with it, didn't you? That kind of thing. You'd never have stopped. Uh, look, it's, 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 it's part and parcel of the game now. Uh, and I think professional footballers, I think they come to uh, expect it, especially from certain players. But at the same time, what is the Referees Association do it, doing to really figure out yeah, whether players are really injured or whether they're just feigning it? And, uh, you know, VAR, I think, could have a bigger play in it. You know, I really do. I think, you know, that guy in the studio, yeah, and I've always been, a, I've always said this since I started watching VAR, I think in the studio there should be an ex-player with the referee assistant yeah. who's doing it all, and and I think from that point of view the ex-player then can use his knowledge and understanding of of the kind of kind of collisions, the kind of uh, tussles for the ball, the yeah, kind of uh, yeah. jumping for the ball, and whether the player is just feigning it. You know, I mean. I, it's I not always it, black uh, and white, bro. is it? That's the thing. It's not always black and yes. white. You have to, you know, no, no, there's it nuances, never, no, it there? never is. It never was, yeah. you know. But it's got no. worse. It's yeah, got absolutely. worse, I think. You know, and it's it's a shame that on such, you know, in the World Cup, I'm sure all over the world, people will be saying the same thing as I'm saying, and you, Justin, you know that that wasn't a penalty. That wasn't a yeah. free kick. You know, yeah. yeah, or that should have been a penalty and stuff like that. You know, it it's just. I'm sure it rankles with everybody around the world, really, you know, with what's going on. Because games get won and lost by it. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it's terrible, really. Well, we yeah, pre-VAR, we used to argue and moan after the game about decisions, and VAR was supposed to stop that. Now we just moan and, and moan about VAR decisions, which it just seems madness to me. But there you go. That's that's modern football, like you say. So basically, yeah, so I, move... I, th- I think the on. most interesting... Sorry, I think the most no, interesting thing... I think the most interesting thing has been, was the ball in or was it out? Yeah, that was a good one, wasn't it? It was an interesting <laughs> one, actually, isn't it? But they never I don't think they ever actually showed us the picture of that, did they? They just sort of no, said, no, yes, it was while. in. 
But that no. you know, a, whole, a, a country, you know, Germany went out because of that call, didn't they? So it was a huge, huge decision. That was massive decision. Very big. Oh yeah, it, it, it mattered a lot to the uh, the group. Yeah, it did. certainly to Germany. Yeah. Shocking. So right, we'll move on then. Um, okay. First question for you, Dennis. Over the last sort of 12, 18 months or so, the 81-82 squad have obviously been celebrating the 40th anniversary of, of your triumphs. Um, how has that been for you uh, attending all the events and reliving all the achievements with your old teammates and obviously celebrating with the fans as well? Well, it's it's been excellent, uh, you know, being able to mix with the fans who were there in Rotterdam, were there in 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 in, in Germany, who were there in Iceland, and, and also those that followed us, obviously, when we won the league. Uh, I mean, the way what we call AV40, which is what we called it, came yeah. about, was, was really a, a conversation with me, myself, and Ken McNaught. We, we, we thought that we'd like to celebrate winning winning the first division championship for the change yeah. 40 years on not the european cup yeah but and because we hadn't we 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 celebrated winning the european cup twice before yeah uh, 20 and 25 so, but so we just thought it would be nice to sort of put more emphasis on winning the league because you know without winning the league we wouldn't have been in the, in the european absolutely, cup absolutely yeah and, and we and, hadn't you know, won that, the league for 71 years either so it was a huge achievement yeah. Yeah, it was a huge achievement, and and so we thought that would be the best thing. But obviously, uh, the dreaded COVID came along, Justin, and we we yeah. couldn't we couldn't progress with that year, that season. So so, but we always had the standby of the forty years of the European Cup. So 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 we obviously when we were able to get out then, and we we'd arranged you know lots of uh, events, you know where we could meet the fans of Q and A's and everything. And once we started doing that, it was all about winning the league in the European cup. Yeah. So, so, you know, so we were mixing with the fans and it was, it's always great, you know, to, to, to get with them and, and, and discuss everything, you know, and it, it's amazing now, you know, these, these guys who were sort of like getting into the sort of forties, fifties, maybe sixties and everything, some granddads as well, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's for them, it's a, it's a magic, magical event to finally get to meet their heroes because a lot of these people haven't you know they they haven't met us before no they haven't spoken to us before you know and and for for a football fan it must be great to meet your heroes it, it, and I mean, the other thing as well Justin meet your heroes on. and not be and not be disappointed well, I, I, I've been to I've been to a lot of your events over the last twelve months, mate, and I haven't been yeah. disappointed once. I've enjoyed no. every single minute of of sort of meeting every single one of the players, and and I've got to say, you've all been absolutely fantastic. You know, I went to the Villa signing day, I went to the the meal at Villa Park as well, and 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 it's been, you know, unfortunately for me, I, I was born in seventy six, so I was only sort of five and six when, when we won the league in Europe. So as an actual fan, I don't remember it that well, but obviously becoming a massive Villa fan all my life, and I do collect a lot of memorabilia, as you can see behind me. I but, can you know, see that, that yes. team has, has just dominated, obviously, Villa for forever. And um, and as soon as these events were announced, I thought, yeah, I've got to go to them. And it's been it's been brilliant, honestly, it has. Um, I've enjoyed every minute of it. And, and as I say, you lot have been fantastic so it must be lovely for you a lot really as well to, to to be able to sort of connect again with 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 you as a team as well with your old teammates 
Yeah, listen, we've we've tried to uh, we've tried to make a good fist of this from the point of view of of, of putting some nice memorabilia out there as well. You know, we've uh, we've had two books. One was produced for winning the league, and then we had one for winning the European Cup. And I think the way the books were put together was was, was really interesting. Uh, and anyone who hasn't got one of those books, that you know. You can't get older than one that where we won the league, but you can certainly get one for when we won the, uh, the European Cup, you know, uh, at our website, which is av40tribute.com. But, you know, putting putting that stuff together and then, and then you know, putting all the, the, the Q&As together that we, we met up with the guys and, and, and in the different places, you know, it was like, <laughs> listen, I mean, it was, it was one of those periods where you thought to yourself, Am I going to get COVID from this? There's a lot of people. It was always yeah. a big worry, Justin. That yeah, course, you know, yeah, we'd all yeah. we'd all we'd all go down with COVID because everything was so close. Yeah. Up, and you know, I mean, listen, when we went out there, we, we were signing autographs. Obviously, people had their their memorabilia with them. We'd sign that. Uh, we'd have a photograph with them. Uh, Tony Morley had a, a sort of uh, an half-size European Cup trophy as well which we took round with us at times and we'd have a photo with that and you know it was just it was manic really you know because everybody was taking photographs and and i'm sure all those who did were went mad and crazy and put them on on you uh not youtube on on, on their whatsapp and their facebook pages you know and yeah they were showing you know being with the players and it, it you know for them it's it's for some of them as i said earlier it was a long wait yeah. you know to get to see us and I know, and I know, we were um, only I know queuing up at the villa when I came to, to have my things signed there. That there's people there yes. that, that have waited waited decades to to to, to get to some of the yes. players that they just yes. wouldn't have seen normally. So, so to have the opportunity to actually get everybody together in one place was was great and a great idea to be honest. And something that no, it was a good idea should be celebrated yeah. forever, really. And I think it will be, to be honest. Yeah, I listen, those kind of things I always think are good for the fans. You know, it's uh, I think the modern day football has become a bit untouchable. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and I think, I think you know, the, 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 you know, the players going back in, you know, the 80s, the 70s, the 80s, and even before that, you know, it, they love to be with the fans. They like to mix with the fans, you know, because it was, it was at a time when the fans could get up close and personal with you. But but that's that's sort of dropped off now. It's become a, a little bit more sort of uh, standoffish, and and I think you know when when you get an opportunity to meet ex players who you've you, you've 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 supported like for yeah. maybe forty years, it, it's it's a magical thing. There was at that f- uh, fan fest we had, Justin. There was a, a an older couple, you know, in, probably in their seventies, late well, probably eighties. And the, the the guy had a, a poster of that one behind your head, the European Cup one, yeah. And and he had that poster, and the only autograph he didn't have that one was Jimmy yeah. Rimmer, yeah. The only yeah, one Jimmy he didn't was have hard was, to get, yeah. Jimmy was hard. Was Jimmy to get Rimmer, there. yeah, yeah. And I said to him, well, and he was open that Jimmy would have been there that day, but Jimmy couldn't make it, so I took I took it off him. He had it in a tube. Wow. So I took it off him and I said, I'll get it done for you. Yeah. So uh, I took it off him and then because I said, look, Jimmy will be coming down sooner or later or, you know, for, or, or up from Swansea. 
or across from Swansea. And I said, I'll get it done for you. So I got it done for him. I sent it off to him, right? And the only thing I didn't get, or the only thing I didn't do was 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 give him my address. So on 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 the, on the tube, so that he could get back to me to let me know he'd got it. Uh, right. so, <laughs> I, I was I was open that he did get it. Anyway, about six months later, we met up again. Ah, uh, he come to another event. I think what it was. I think it was my uh, when I was at Villa Park selling my book. Ah, and okay. He, and he came up to me, and he said, "Thank you, I got the." And I was. Oh, so he did pleased. get it. I'm glad he got I'm it. So yeah, please, he got I it. Bet you know, you was, yeah. that was the kind of that was the kind. They're the kind of people, you know. He, this old guy was just wanted Jimmy Rimmer's autograph. Yeah, yeah. On his on his poster, what he's going to do with it now? You know, you know whether he's going to put it on eBay or something. I don't know, but you know, it, it's just something that was so he treasured so much. Well, I, and I'm sure he treasures it even now. You know, the fact that he's got it filled by everybody. Yeah, I mean, I've got all mine in. I built a bar during COVID, and um, this is where I'm sitting now. And all my memorabilia is in here. And I'm, I've, I've, I keep drilling into my two girls that um, I keep pointing out the ones that I mean, that I'll keep them for me forever. But when I've gone, I don't know what they're going to do with them. But I keep saying, <laughs> make sure you you look after some of these because you know they're going to be worth a few quid in a few years' time. But uh, I certainly won't be selling any of my memorabilia. No, but, no, uh, just no. moving on to what you just said earlier about your books. You, you obviously have brought out your book, which which I bought when I, I came to see you um, at Chase Town actually a few weeks yes. ago, and it was a lovely, it was a great evening. Um, for anybody that hasn't got it already, I've got it here. The full more to it. That's the one. Read. <laughs> it is a great read. I can I can heartily recommend it to every Villa fan, especially with Christmas coming up. It's uh, be a great little stocking filler for a Villa fan. What was it like actually getting? your whole life down on a book because obviously I'm not famous so I don't that's never going to happen for me so so when you come to decide that you know I'm going to write my life story is it is it hard did, did you enjoy the experience I, I think uh, over the years just the people have said to me before you know why don't you bring a book out yeah. and I'd always resist I'd always resisted because I wasn't ready um, I got to the ripe old age of 70 and I just thought this was the right time to do it now. You yeah. know, I'm retired. Uh, I just thought it was there. But I mean, what what I've been I'd been doing over the years is I'd been sort of putting notes down on my computer, you know, remembering things. Yeah. Uh, and then just I, all I all I used to do was like write a paragraph of 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 the of what went on or what I wanted to talk about. That became the skeleton really right. for my story and so when i i, I thought I, i'd go for it i i'd, I'd got in touch with uh, richard sydenham uh who i'd met from the the, the fat time when he wrote the book ticket to the moon about the oh, villa. yeah good yeah book so again. i'd got in touch I, I got in touch with richard and, and i said look you know would you be interested in writing a book well richard's a massive villa fan anyway and so, so he didn't I take much persuading said, then <laughs> yeah, no, well, not really, no. I, so I, I, uh, I sent him this copy of of mine, you know, which I'd I'd been doing over the years, and I just told him, I said, look, this is this is the really what it's all about. Yeah, this is my story. But what you've got to do, Richard, is 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 expand it. And so you gave out the skeleton of everything, and yeah, you I, well, he to needed to bring out yeah. the, de the detail, of course, yeah. you know, yeah. and 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 which I didn't want to write down in longhand myself. No, but I thought he, I thought he could do all that, you know, or anyone who was going to write it. 
we'd have that that jolly job to do. Yeah. Yes. So, so we met many times. We, we did a lot of talks over the like the 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 the, the, the sort of uh, over the phone. Yeah, and stuff like that. Where he, he would take, we'd talk maybe a couple of hours. He'd, take, he'd record it all and then he'd take it away and then he'd, he'd listen to it all and, and then put it into some kind of uh, sort of order and everything. And, and 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 really, that's it came about because I felt I was ready to do it. Yeah. You know, I just felt this at the time. And I, I remember, I remember uh, speaking with Kenny Swain a few years ago when I found out that. Kenny had brought out a book himself, which I had yeah. no idea that he had a book out. And I, I, when I, when I, I, pop, I saw him the, the next time after finding that, I said to him, why did you read, why did you write a book? I said, well, he wrote it really so that his kids yeah. would know what he did. <laughs> right. And his grandkids. Yeah. And he knew that, you know, what he it's did there forever isn't living. it then you yeah, know what i mean it's there forever isn't it yeah yeah you know so so in a way it's what you're doing you're just leaving a little bit more behind in a book for like you know your, your grandkids and their kids later on and everything to be no, able think... to read who who you know who you know their their great granddad or their great great granddad deceased you know what what he did for the living and i just thought well, that was the thing, you know, I thought that would be nice from from a point of view of, of leaving a story, you know, and, and, and obviously from that point of view, yeah. It's it's fabulous. I, you know, I've read it, and, and I've got to say, it's, it's a great book. I've read loads of um, autobiographies, sporting autobiographies, lots of the Villa ones, obviously, as well. And I yeah. did always wonder why you you never had a book out, to be honest, given <laughs> given your stature and your standing at Villa, obviously, with what happened. Um, but so I'm... I'm dead pleased that you've you've done it now and it's there you know for all of forever now isn't it it's it's, it's yeah and, and the story the story is there really and and you know i i just as you say justin i i i've i've tried to stay away from what you might call controversy yeah, yeah. but what i've tried to do is 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 is, is balance everything you know i think you've been anything. very honest yeah that's yeah. what i mean See, so i've tried to be balanced with it and 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 Put a point of view over which I I just feel was the honest me, yeah, and 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 I think some of the stories that I, I put in there, you know, people will realise that, you know, I, especially when I I talk about my time when I left the villa, you know, and 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 the way I left the villa, you know, and and obviously the way that uh, Graham Turner who came into the football club you know, sort of turned everything upside down. Yeah. But it wasn't just, it was, I know myself personally, and I can, you know, I, I, I generally feel it. It wasn't just about him. It was also about the man at the top, you yeah. know, and, 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 and I, I just think back to like two or three seasons before that, you know, when, when, you know, so we've won the European cup and the following season, we released Kenny Swain who'd been one of our most consistent players playing in a position at right back, which wasn't his normal position, but actually took to it like a duck to water and was a real key feature in, in winning the league, right? And then winning the European Cup the following season. But the following season after that then, Kenny's discarded, you know, and, you know, what he does, he ends up at, he ends up at Tottenham, uh, not Tottenham, uh, Nottingham Forest, 
and takes over from Viv Anderson at right back for the next couple of seasons. So yeah, Kenny mad, Swain could have easily done that for Aston Villa. Yeah, absolutely. There was no need yeah. to have broken it up. Then you had Tony leave the, the following season with Ken McNaught. Yeah. You know, key players again, yeah, in that squad. And the way I look at it as well is that, you know, if you, you you're not going to, you shouldn't really let your best players go. If no. you've got other players coming through, you keep them as part of your squad for the time when you need them. And, you know, we did need them, you know, in that, in that following season after winning the European Cup. Kenny Swain, we needed Kenny Swain in the team. Yeah, because, because, I think the balance of the the back four changed dramatically because Kenny wasn't there because we had a young player playing there, you know, and it wasn't yeah. it wasn't the same the experience. But well, but you know, when you get a chance to talk about stories like that from the inside, I think people then sit up and take notice a little of course bit. They do, well, yeah. Why did that really happen? You know, why should it have happened? Well, I'll tell you, you know, what, there. We'll 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 start then. We'll we'll go through your villa journey. Um, so uh, I am just going to cover the Villa part of it, of your um, career. Obviously, this is a Villa podcast. Um, so what you for people that don't know, for the younger fans that don't know, you, you moved to Villa and you signed from Coventry City in 1975 on Christmas Eve, I think, if that's correct, for 175,000. Yeah, I signed pounds. on. I signed on the uh, the Wednesday before Christmas right. Eve. Yeah, and so, in the. So, it, and interestingly, in the book, you call this chapter Aston Who, and and yes. so just to put a bit of context in that for fans that that sort of aren't sure about what the, the sort of history of, of Villa and Coventry at the time, Villa had spent eight seasons in Division Two and Three um, from sixty-seven to seventy-five, and they'd just got promoted back in into the top flight. And Coventry had been a, a, an ever-present really in that in that tie in the first division. So, so in effect, you was leaving a, a, an established first division club to, for a club that had been in the third division and climbed back into the. Um, into the top flight. So was that a big decision at the time to sign for Villa? And how did the move come about? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you're quite right, Justin. It was, uh, you know, when I when I moved uh, from Coventry, there I was. I'd played over 200 games, you know, in the first team. And, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, you know, being over in Coventry, it was like we were miles away from the normal, you know, the, the, the favour of, Villa, West Brom, Wolverhampton. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 weren't sort of part of that in a way. I didn't feel we were anyway, because we weren't playing local derbies all the time. Yeah. Because we didn't play Villa. We played no. Wolverhampton. Uh we played West Brom. But it wasn't like it wasn't the, the first division then wasn't filled with all these sort of uh Midlands teams. So 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 not playing against Villa and not being on my radar. Yeah, when when the when the offer came in, and it first started with David Cross, who was a Coventry teammate, who'd been a, a member of Ron Saunders's Norwich team. He spoke to me after the, the, the weekend game on the Monday morning, and he, he told me that, and this is the week when I left uh, Coventry City. He, he told me that Ron Saunders had spoken to him on the phone on the Sunday and that there's a good chance he might be coming in for me. Well, I didn't think anything of it at the time. Uh, and it was uh, the next morning, 
I got a call, phone call about eight o'clock uh, to get to the football ground because um, the manager wanted me there quickly. So oh, right. it didn't take me long to put two and two together to think, well, I know what what's happening. Yeah. But at the same time, I wasn't thinking that, you know, it, it was Aston Villa. I knew something was happening on the, on the transfer side, probably, but not it was Aston Villa. But in the back of my mind, deep mind, obviously, I'm, as I'm driving in, I'm thinking that conversation with David Cross, is it going to come true? Is this what it's all yeah, about? Yeah. So I guess I guess to Coventry, uh, I jump in the car with the secretary. He drives me to Stonebridge Island on the A45. I'm picked up by Ron Saunders. And, and then he just drives me to, to Villa Park. We're just talking as we're going over there. And in a sense, just, there's, there's no, from my point of view, I'm not thinking I'm not going to sign for this club because in the first place, why have Coventry allowed it to happen? Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there's no agency. Were you disappointed? Well, I was disappointed in a way. And, and basically because... I thought Gordon Milner, who was the manager, was starting to put together a really good young team yeah. for the first time at Coventry City. And because I'd been there for as a kid from 15, you know, I, I it was it was, you know, they'd given my they'd given me my opportunity. And I, I So you, you felt know, I loyal you felt loyalty towards yeah, them, absolutely. Suppose, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, you see. Yeah. Anyway, I guess I guess the Villa Park and and in a way there's no there's no ifs or buts. Yeah, I mean, they want to sign me. Villa want to let me go. So, really, we just had a chat about things and stuff like that. Uh, you know, money and 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 the club itself. He he sold the club about what his ambitions was. You know, to sort of where he wanted to take Aston Villa. And you know, he seemed the right man for me. And I just thought to myself, well, Coventry don't want me. Otherwise, they wouldn't have even phoned me up. Did it? Yeah, so, yeah. So I'm on my way. I, I I had no hesitation in saying uh, to Ron Saunders, "Yeah, let's let's go for it," you know. And and that's really that's how it really happened. You know, there was there was, it was very quick. There was no sort of like uh, ifs and buts about it. Like you know, to and throw. You know, like sort of yeah. uh, the club Aston Villa coming in and Coventry not wanting to sell. It was very straightforward. Uh, Jimmy Hill, who just returned back to the football club at Coventry, he, he saw an opportunity now to put some money in the bank and yeah. to, to give the to, to give the club a little bit more security. Uh, and if that I was, was lot, part of that, that was a lot of money back then, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. And it was, yeah, yeah. It was and it was what they needed, yeah, yeah. And and so Jimmy Hill thought that was it, and and it's 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 quite interesting that you know there was. I, I just recently sort of looked at uh, a, a sports, the Coventry Telegraph, Pink from that from that yeah. period. Used to love the and old Pink. A, yeah, there's there's a there's a there's a letters page there, and and it, I think overall, just I think it was divided about me going, and and some say you know well we've done it again at Coventry, we're getting rid of the best players. Well, you I bet know, it, I bet still... it was divided a few years later when the, when you you went on to do what you did. I bet there was very well, well, yeah, I, you, I, it, more likely it was, you know. But yeah. the thing was is that I, uh, you know, with, with that that move, it was a way that the the club secured their their future, and yeah, that's what course, some yeah. people were saying. Some people were writing in and saying, "Well, look, 
you know, we've lost Dennis Mortimer, but what we've done is we've secured the football club. Of course. From the is... point of view of, of it, you know, going forward. And you remember, they stayed in the pre in the in the first division and the Premier League for such a long time. Yeah, yeah. You know? Now that was your obviously down to my... you then, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's amazing. Your, I've moved down on to your and... transfer. Yeah. The yeah, money they got. It could you. have been, yeah. If you if we look know, at it that way, you see. Yeah. Yeah. So, you so you've saw so you've signed for the Villa now, then, and then yes. before we move on to the to the obviously the league win and and the European Cup win, uh, there was five seasons from when you signed yes. to, to obviously when we won the European uh, to when we won the league. Um, what would do you think was the key moments in those five years of like signings and the players that maybe came through that saw the progression from the the Villa that you signed for to turn us into the serious contenders and, and the eventual, obviously, champions and, and European champions that we turned into? What were the key sort of uh, transitions, if you like, that the club went through in that time to turn? Because obviously you would have seen that from the inside, signing as a young lad and then progressing through to become captain. And then, you know, what what were the things that that you saw that, that you felt, yes, you know, we are really motoring here now. This has happened. That player's come through. We've signed him. Well, I think when you, you we look back to when I, I joined, there was a, a young guy called Andy Gray, yep, <laughs> and 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 a young a young guy playing alongside him called Brian Little, and, Not and bad those players. two players, those two players <laughs> would come to play a big part, particularly the the following season, um, and obviously I've joined to sort of strengthen the midfield. Uh, you know, I I do believe that when I joined, I was I was playing some of my best football consistently yeah. at Coventry. I think that's why Ron went, came in for me really in the end because he saw the consistency uh, that was coming from my performances. Uh, unfortunately for me, I got a I got a, an injury after just four games, uh, which kept me out for six weeks with a, a ligament strain. Uh, so I would I, and in the book, I'm quite honest to say that you know. Those next, uh, I think, seven or eight games at the end of the season, uh, they didn't know you didn't. The Villa fans didn't see the best of Dennis Mortimer. Uh, no. You know, being out for six weeks was like having the summer off. Uh, you know, from an injury like that, you've you've got to get back into the team. You've got to restart again, haven't you? you you've got to restart. Yeah. You need you need probably two or three weeks of of really hard hard graft. Yeah. Before you come back in, you know, you, you've been away for six weeks. You've not done anything physical on a football field, you know, besides just doing a little bit of training just to get yourself fit. So I'd had one reserve team game leading up to now Ron putting me straight back into the team for the next game I play. So I was fit. But as far as Ron was concerned, I'm ready for the team, you see. But from my point of view, I'm not ready for the team because I've got no physical fitness. No. I've lost all that physical fitness I had before that I had coming to the club, which 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 gave me that that confidence to play. But I think the other side of it was is that when I came back into the side, the the team wasn't performing really that well. And if you look at you know what was happening, I think Coventry and Aston Villa were sort of in the bottom, I would say ten. Uh, yeah. Of the league, you know, they were no, neither of us were sort of. I think the points difference was very negligible at the end of the season, but we weren't performing as a team, so so we were in a position just like Coventry were at the same time, where it could have been so easy where if, if we didn't get some wins, 
just we could have easily been in a, a relegation battle. Yeah. Fortunate we, we we survived that. But from my point of view, I, I never felt I was I was coming into a side that was going to make life easy for me. So know, so at that sorry, so at that point you wouldn't have said that team was going to go on and win the league in the European Cup then. No, you wouldn't. Not at the time. No. Right? But it wasn't it wasn't that team anyway that did no, win it, if you remember. Of course no. So 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 getting that season out of the way. From my point of view, was was idea, and and one of the things as well, the one of the disappointments of that season was is that, you know, I I was I was knocking on the door of England, full England, uh, sort of uh, getting in the full England team, up to that point, you know, and and if I if I'd have stayed fit, I think my performances at Villa would have been the same as it had been at Coventry, and I think things would have happened more for me from the point of view of an England call up. Yes. Yeah, but 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 because I was out, I, I lost that up. I lost that impetus on the England side. Yeah. So the following season then was where it all happened. So you remember. So you think now back to the that first season, the first division. You look at Brian Little. Brian Little only scored one goal last season. So Andy Gray got something like about 10, 11, 12. Yeah. So, so the way got following season now, you've got Andy Gray scoring about 27, 28, and you've got Brian Little scoring about 26. So yeah. all of a sudden now, we, we've, we've, we've hit a, a real good streak where, you know, I, I feel now I'm back to my best. I've had a good pre-season training behind me. We've had a good pre-season. And now, you know, we've got, we've, we've, we've got an opportunity where everyone's really fit and we're all buzzing. Right, so so we go into that season now with every, all guns firing, and and particularly from a goal scoring point of view. So if you look at Andy Gray and Brian Little, yeah, once we started getting into the season, we started scoring goals, we started winning games with big numbers, five one against Arsenal, five one against Liverpool. You know the football we were playing, Justin. For anyone watching at that time, was, was that was, sorry, was that the Liverpool game where we was falling up at half time? It was five one at half time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it could it could have been it could incredible have been eight game, or nine really, but yeah, I, 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 in the second half, uh, we were we were a bit uh, we we had chances and opportunities, but we 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 I think we let Villa off uh, we let Liverpool off the hook a little bit from you know sort of having an eight 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 nil eight one drubbing or something. But listen, <laughs> we were one's playing, a drubbing. <laughs> and we we were playing fantastic football, you know. We were confident, and we had we obviously had the league cup run. You know, yeah. where we now were in the semi-final against QPR, uh, you know, and, and we had to go to a replay uh, to, to sort of finish it off. And we did that at Arsenal where we we, 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 we won 3-0. And it's only a pity we couldn't have done that at, at, at Villa Park. So we didn't yeah. have that extra game. Because what happened was, as you all know, is that we're now in the final. Yeah, 77. We're now in the final, yeah. And we've got a situation now where we're, we're playing at Wembley, and and anyone who's not been there before will be thinking this is what football's all about, really, from the point of yeah. view of winning trophies. Is 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 obviously to try and play either an FA Cup or League Cup, or certainly play at Wembley, you know, in one of those big trophies. So Definitely. we we turns up we turns up now. I think very confident, you know, that we could uh, we get we could get a win uh, at Wembley and. As it worked out, we didn't. Yeah, we no, had to, no. it took another took another two games for us to get that. Yeah, that for, but the disappointment of Wembley 
you know, not being able to pick the trophy up. Yes. You know, and, and run round the pitch with it, you know, but but well, it was the, the added burden. Sorry, for those what for those watching, that, that League Cup final went to two replays. So the first one yes. was nil nil at Wembley, the second one was time. A, yes, an extra time. The second one was a one all draw at Hillsborough, so they didn't do replays yes. at Wembley at that point. And the third game at Old Trafford that went to the second replay, Villa actually went on to win it three two. So it was um very interesting league. And I've got all three of those programmes somewhere upstairs. So it was a very interesting um League Cup win, wasn't it? And, and something they don't do now, obviously, because, you know, replays really cut into the season, don't they? Listen, it was... It, 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 I think what with those replays and also the fact that we played QPR in an extra game, yeah, to get through to the final, if we could have eliminated them from our season, I think our season would have finished Yes, maybe... In even Better. greater glory, yeah, yeah, I really do, because which is why we they went playing. on to, to get rid of the replays, isn't it, to to help? And it was, sort of... yeah, getting injuries as well, which was yeah, making yeah. us change, making us change the team around a bit, you know. And and if if we'd have been able to sort of stick with fourteen players like we did in nineteen eighty eighty one, you know, well, we'll... in that season. Might we'll move different. on to that. Uh, yeah, we'll move on to that year now. So moving on to the title win, obviously in '81, where we did famously use fourteen players during that season. Then, what? What was? Can you pinpoint the the moment or the game? I know you've spoken about the Liverpool victory, where obviously you scored a, a fantastic goal at Villa Park. W- would you say that was the probably the game where you you got back in the dressing room after and said, "You know what, lads." We could win this. It, well, from was my there point another of view, moment? Yeah, from my point of view, Justin, the first game against Leeds was when I said we could win the league. <laughs> Fantastic! Honest, honest. I say that every season, Dennis. When we start, <laughs> no, no, but but yeah, but that's what you say. But as a yeah. player, yes, you don't really you don't say that to yourself, yeah, no, In, unless you really feel like when we started the 76 77 season when we won the league, the Europe the league cup the league cup, and yeah. i think possibly could have gone on and won the league yeah yes i didn't say at the start of that season after the first game that right. we're going to win the league but i did i did at this season because 91 we were back now to that because you got to go back to 70 see a lot of people think the team of 76 77 was the best team yeah, yes, because of the way we played our football, right? And it it was fa- it was a fantastic season. So so going into the eighty eighty one season, I'm seeing similarities now to the to the the way Ron had set us up as a team. So we, we've as we, as uh, as you well know, we we brought Peter within to yes. play up front. Yeah. So Andy Gray had then left, and then he brought Peter with him to replace Andy. Yeah, Gray, Peter. Yeah. Well, we had we had Dave Geddes come in before that. Remember yes. as well. Yeah, yeah. But 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 Peter was the one that made it happen for us because we 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 were able to sort of get back to a system very similar to the seventy six seventy seven one where we had Andy Gray, Peter with, yeah, Gary Shaw, Brian Little. We had a midfield four. Because I always counted Tony as part of our midfield uh, uh, sort of four. So we yes. had Des, Frank Calidus, me, yeah. obviously. We had Alex Dude. Cropley, Gordon Cowens. Yeah. Mm. And now on the left, we had Tony Morley. 
Yeah. yeah. You know, not, so, a bad, not a bad name, is it? No, 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 absolutely. <laughs> see. So we 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 now we now had a, a a a team, and then at the back we had three really good, experienced players, and then we had the du, the, the duet of had Colin Gibson or Gary Williams at left back, yeah, which was quite a competition. Uh, I think that was probably the only real position in the in the team, which was sort of was anyone was sort of fighting for that place. Both of them. Yeah. Both of them, I think, shared the sort of number of games, very quite equal throughout the season. But you know, and and two different players as well. You know, Gibbo was a different player from Gary Williams, but but two good defenders. Very so good. So we had, yeah. a, you know, we had Ken McNaught, Alan Evans, and Kenny Swain, and obviously Jimmy Rimmer in goal. So it was, uh, we, we we now had a team. I felt which was very balanced as well, wasn't well, it? I, which I found, you know, I was 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 functioning. Yes, all over the pitch, yeah. As a as a team, and I remember, and that game, you know, our preseason tour, I thought we 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 were looking really good, and that first game, then you know, first game of the season, usually a, a nice sunny day, quite warm in August, and you know, normally you, you you sometimes feel a little bit flat because it's a bit too hot, yeah. But I just thought that day it was like a we were we were playing as if like you know we we. We, we've we, we've now gone into into seventh gear straight away, really? yeah, and we're, we're we're off and running, and we got the re- we we lost the goal after a, a minute where we gave a penalty away, but after that it was just all one way traffic from our point of view, and, so and we you... got two goals and we were off, and I and honestly just I I I, I felt from that day that we could Did easily you... win. Did you go back into the dressing room and say to the players, we can win this this no. year? Or was that just no, a personal thought inside that. you? So just inside no. you, you just felt, yes, yeah. this, this yeah. just feels no, like no. something's happening Absolutely, here, yeah. yeah. So was yeah. the Liverpool game a real, like, momentous game for you? Because obviously they were the team to probably beat that season, weren't they? Yeah, I mean, Liverpool had won it the season before. Yeah, uh, they, were, they were always there or thereabouts, you know, and, and they were starting to... Starting to sort of, you know, sort of come good again. They were in the European Cup again as well, so doing yeah. really well. And 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 they were a fantastic team. And I just felt coming up into that game now, it, you know, in January, we needed to lay down, you know, a real pointer to everybody. Market, yeah, you know that that we can we can really, you know, sort of show that if we can win this game today against Liverpool. Yeah, then we we could be now saying to every to just Ipswich really, you know that. Yes. Listen, we're <laughs> we're we're, we're, go, we're going to be there till the end of the season. Yeah, yeah? and you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to fight for that championship. Yeah, but what we need to do is get Liverpool out of the way, and 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 I think most of the guys thought to themselves so would have go would have been going into that game thinking that yeah, Liverpool's the game where if we can shift them out of the way, you know, mm-hmm. give them another defeat. Yeah, it certainly would be great for us from the point of view of giving us a lift, but also essentially to to Ipswich, you know. I mean, you got to remember as well, West Brom, you know, were fighting as well yeah, for, yeah. The, for the title. Well, I was just actually, I was you just going to mention that, Dennis. Um, they were very really people... close. 
there was seven derbies that season as well. So that's fourteen games out of that season yes. where you had to play local yes. derbies because you had. I know the the natural derbies that Villa fans think about, obviously West Brom, Blues, Wolves, and Coventry Wolves. to a point. Yeah. Um, but you had Stoke, you had Forest, you had Leicester. You know, so all teams really that would want to put one over a Villa. So the fact yeah. I think we only lost one was it out of the fourteen no. games? That- no, 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 that was the fortunate thing. Just we didn't lose any of them. None of them are right. No, we we won eleven. That was it. And we drew three. That was it. And that's Sorry, why yes. we won the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because and you would have said at the start of the season with fourteen derbies to play, listen, it was going to be a real tough ask to to, to get enough points out of those to to, to have a real serious right. go at winning the league. Yeah, no one had that. No one had that pressure. And if if we just had who Norwich, yeah, that was all they had. Yeah, from a yeah. derby. You know, so so. It was because I, I've looked over all the other seasons, yeah, you know, before eighty eighty one and afterwards, and we 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 never we never managed that again of winning that many games, yeah, eleven derbies, and 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 losing none and drawing three. We never did that again. I think the average was something like about winning seven, losing about five, and then the others would be drawn. Well, that's a lot of points lost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 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 in a way, you know, that was a big hurdle we had to overcome with those local derbies, and we did it that season. I think that was a, a real key factor into why we won the league that year. Besides the fact think, that you know, we we beat Liverpool in that game, yeah, you know, <laughs> that helps. Always, always, will always be remembered because people bring it up all the time to me when we talk about it. You know about about the goal I scored. The marauding you know, run yeah. from the middle of midfield, Dennis, where you you just got the little one two on the right hand side, was it? And then you went. Well, it through. was no. It was the, the listen. I can I can take you through that. I bet you can. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you can. Yeah. I bet it's, you remember um, it like it, it was yesterday. Yeah. Well, it's Kenny Swain. Yeah. Picks up a loose ball, just outside the box in the right back position. Yeah. And. Uh, Alan Kennedy, who'd made a run forward from the left-back position, had been challenged by Des. And possibly in this day and age, it probably would have been a foul. It would have gone yeah. to VAR. <laughs> you know, it would have gone to VAR. It would have been called back. Anyway, so so the ball runs loose. Kenny picks it up and now start. So the, with, Ray, with Alan Kennedy now sort of out of position, Kenny yep. starts to advance towards the halfway line. As he starts to advance towards the halfway line, I'm on the edge of the box, our box. And as soon as Kenny set off, I set off as well. So yeah. I've set, I've set off, and I'm just looking forward. And the, the, Liverpool are pushing out onto up to the halfway line. They're trying to squeeze Peter and Gary. Yeah. Anyway, Ken Ken goes all the way to the halfway line. He does a little bit of a back heel and a little bit of a crossover with Gary Shaw. Gary takes the ball off of one touch, and then he spots me running, and then he plays yeah. the ball into the empty space. You know, which which he and Peter have vacated. And Liverpool have so nicely left for me to run into. Yeah, to, and then to I've then got through. onto the ball. And all I've got to do now, Justin, is put the ball in the back of the net. That's all you've got to do. That you make it sound <laughs> so <laughs> easy. There's 20,000 altenders yeah, holding their breath. At yeah. me now, coming towards <laughs> no them, pressure. Thinking, thinking to themselves, has he got it? Has he got, has he got the bottle to get it in the back of the net? Yeah. Brilliant. You know, and, and, you know, and see when you when you go on a run like that, all kind of things go through your head as a player. There's two things you can do: 
you can either go round the keeper, but by going round the keeper, you, you stand a chance of maybe running it out of yes over the byline or going to a bad angle, and then you know you can't get it in. So I, I, at the time, I just thought to myself, no, I'm I'm just going to go for this early. This so, so as Ray <laughs> as Ray Kennedy came running out towards me, that was the time when I thought I'm just going to place it past him before he could really get settled. You know, and so I just, I've just played it now on his on his left hand side, and she shoved it into the net. You know, to my great relief, to be honest, yeah. You know, and 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 obviously two nil, uh, ten minutes to go. Uh, it just felt like you know that we've that we've done it. we've won yeah. the game we wanted to win. Yeah, I, I um, have a feeling. Yeah. I have a feeling, Dennis, that you could probably talk me through every single one of your Villa goals. To be honest, <laughs> no, I couldn't. <laughs> oh, no, right. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> just, no, just the most important ones. Yeah. I remember. I remember one against Stoke City. It was. It's in '79, which was a goal of the season. Yeah, oh, just the goal a, of the season. Yeah, just the goal of, in the Midlands. Yeah. Not not, oh, okay, not the yeah. rest. Of, not not the rest of the country. Just just in the Midlands. You know, in Star Soccer. Yeah, it's not a bad it's, thing to have on your CV, though, Dennis. No, no, no. I've got a, a nice little, a, a nice little trophy. I mean, at least at least I've got one goal that was recognised. That's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. You know, um, I'm just a bit conscious of time. I don't want to keep you too long, obviously, yeah, but I've, there's still so much more I want to talk to you about. Yeah. So we've won the league, and then obviously through winning the league, not like it is nowadays, um, you get entry into the European Cup. But before we just talk about that, I did want to obviously touch on <laughs> quite a, an important event that happened on in the run up to, to that was was the the resignation of Ron Saunders. Yeah. So was that a shock to you, and do you, and what effect do you, do you think it had on the team? And in some ways, do you think it might have even galvanised you? Well, it was a shock. Um, the players themselves, uh, you know, when you're at a football club, you probably, quite a few players will will probably play under maybe two or three managers. And yeah. when they come and go, just, you know, it's one of those things where you just feel, well, either you've let the manager down by the way you've been playing, yeah, and and obviously the fans are getting onto the manager, and the board are not happy, and they're sacking. But that wasn't the case, you know. No. If, if things were going, things were going well, you know. We were we weren't sort of uh, we weren't playing as well as we had the season before when we won the league. But what we had going for ourselves was was playing in Europe, and for anybody, I think any fan. I think winning the league again would have been nice, but winning the European Cup—that <laughs> now is far—is what you yeah. want to do now. Of course, you yeah, want yeah. to get the two. Yeah. yeah, you know, so 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 the opportunity now, uh, from our point of view, to get get to the final, and although Ron's resignation was a was a uh, a shock, it it didn't leave. Uh, us players feeling that well, that's it. You yeah. know what we're going to do now. There was a lot of experience in that team, yeah, throughout it. So there was no, you know, there was no sort of now sort of sitting having a meeting and finding out what we're going to do and everything. It was the important thing that happened at that time was the appointment of Tony Barton. Yeah, for me, and I, for, I believe. Yeah, I think if if the club had gone outside, yeah, and brought in a new manager, that new manager might have upset the old apple cart. I'm not so saying you, he would have done, think, but 
So do you think Tony Barton coming in and his sort of mantra, looking from an outsider in and, and what I've read about it, is that he had a sort of, if it's not broke, don't fix it kind of mentality. And he sort of almost let you not get on with it because obviously he still had to manage the team. But what what you were doing under Ron was working. So why mess with it too much? Yeah, well, that that was the point, Justin. If, yeah. if, if the chairman had... If the chairman had gone along the lines of now thinking that a new manager was needed, yeah, maybe because of our results in the league, not not in Europe, uh, they might have thought, well, the important thing is now is to, is is to obviously get a good position in the league and maybe yeah. get a position again where you qualify for Europe. Yeah, but forgetting the fact is that we're already in Europe, we're in the European Cup. And if we win yeah, that, yeah. we'll be in Europe next year. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's automatic you know, qualification, so, isn't it? So, yeah. so, you know, you'd add all those things together. And I'm sure Tony uh, would have had a good sit down with, with Mr. Bendel. Yeah. And and maybe, you know, his, his old train of thought was, look, why why go outside of what we've got? The players, he, he, I'm sure he probably said, look, we've got a really good bunch of players here. Yeah. They're not going to let the football club down, and they're not going to no. get the heads on. The heads aren't going to go down because Ron's gone. Yeah, they're too they're too experienced and too professional to do that. So Tony's appointment was that was the right thing to have done, which yeah. I think gave it. I don't think, I don't think you know deep down inside we all thought, oh Tony, yeah, we we need Tony to to be the manager. The fact that he was appointed at the time. I think everyone felt relieved that now let's just get on with it. Yeah. And Tony now with Roy McLaren, because we've got yeah. to remember Roy McLaren was there. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, let, let's, let's just sort of, uh, let's move on from Ron. Ron had his, Ron had his reasons. It wasn't to do with the way we were playing. No, Nothing to do it was with that. Dream level, wasn't it? It was all to do with what was going on with him and the board and what he thought he deserved as a, as a manager. So yeah. it had nothing to do, you know, with us being in the bottom of the league or something. You know, we were in the actual quarterfinals of the European Cup. So, yeah. you know, it was, I think it was much the players sort of realising without talking about it that, you know, well, look, guys, we, we've got another game coming up. We've got to go to Russia. We've got to play in the quarterfinal. We're, we're now just like four games away from, you know, being in the final itself. Uh, we're not going to sort of now just sort of lay down, uh, you know, sort of uh, everything and, and say to ourselves, just because Ron's gone, we can't do it. We can't I mean, do to, it. Like you, like you say, you, you, to get him to that position in the first place, you've got to win the league. So the whole of the previous season got you into the cup and then the run to the quarterfinal, you, you're not going to throw that away, are you? So, so like you say... No, it, no it, we, we weren't going to throw it away. I mean, we could have easily have lost the game against... Yes, of course, yeah. You know, Kiev. But but again, you know, our professionalism, uh, the fact that, you know, we were very difficult to score goals against. Yeah. Uh, we kept that going over in Kiev. Uh, and then we, we got them back at, uh, at, at Villa Park and, and, and beat them 2-1. So we're in the semi-final now, you know, and um, I think the fans, other fans starting to believe, <laughs> other players starting to believe, yeah? you got to remember, you know, I mean, Aston Villa, think about the names we're playing against, you know. Yeah, mad. The teams we're playing against, just, these are teams that have been regulars, 
in Europe. Yep, season in These season. These teams now yeah. that are full of international players. Yeah, we're 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 a team that's that's got through the fault the previous season by winning the league without having an international player in the team. You know, it's mad, isn't so, it? So you know, these teams we're playing must be thinking, well, who is Aston Villa? Who are they? <laughs> they know? soon found out, though, didn't they, Dennis? Well, they did they find out. out. <laughs> and, and you know, you look at Anderlecht, and, and their record in Europe up to that point probably was yeah. was quite, you know, quite quite astounding, really. You know, yeah, as yeah. all all the teams were, and so we're the we're, we've come to the party now, and no one knows a great deal about. It. They don't know the they don't know our strengths. You know, they'll. No. They'll have what others watch, but they don't really know the inner strength of the players and what's no. going on with them, you know. And you know, we get we get the goal that we needed to get at home in the first leg, uh, and we 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 beat Anderlecht one 0 with another great goal by Tony. You know, one of many he got yes. that season, you know. Fantastic. And then uh, we played the away game, which was the 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 eventful game where, for some reason. You know, some people thought it might be a good idea to kick Aston Villa out of the trophy because yes. of a silly fan running onto the pitch. Yeah, yeah, which we we managed to get get around that, and and the gang went ahead. Obviously, we we yes. qualified the final, so we'll we'll move on then. So, twenty sixth of May, Dennis, nineteen eighty two, the De Cup Stadium, Rotterdam, a date that is etched into every Villa fan's memories, and I'm sure all of your lot. Talk me through the day, the build-up, and obviously the game. I think we went out there on the Monday. Yeah, our game was done on the Wednesday. So we went out on the Monday. We we, we flew out, uh, got to where we were staying, hotel. I think we had a... We only had gentle uh, training sessions. It was the, the thing was about the training sessions was there was plenty of people around, you know, uh, reporters television and everything so you're not gonna you're not gonna do anything that's sort of you know practice free kicks or stuff like that that's all in the back of your head that's in you know you know all that you've got all that anyway from having played a long season anyway uh and so you know we we've got the the, the monday afternoon just training then we've got the tuesday we'll have a, a little run about then and then it, it's it's the big day and the other thing is is waiting like you know that long to play. You know three o'clock. You love a three yeah. o'clock kickoff because your day split up. But when yes. it's eight o'clock, it's a it's it's a long day. You know. So, but but listen, the guys were relaxed. The guys were were confident without without saying it. Really, you know. I I don't remember any of our lads saying you know uh, oh, this is going to be a doddle. How could it be <laughs> against Bayern Munich? Not against you know Bayern I mean? Munich. Yeah. This is these. This is one of the teams now. These these are one of those European teams that are always in Europe and and yeah. you know and huge name when when we came to play them and this was a you know when you think about it and the fact that we got a one nil win and we stopped them scoring they had Bayern Munich had the three leading goal scorers in the European Cup that season you had the centre forward Julianus who scored I think it was eight you had Rummenigge who scored seven. And you had Brighton who scored five. So between them, yeah, they had the three top goal scorers in that competition. We were able to, as a team, prevent them from putting the ball in the back of the net. So anyone going looking, anyone looking at those stats, yeah, and looking at that, you know, looking at those three players and the goals they scored, 
They're probably thinking, well, we've scored, well, we got five in the first round, which was against Valor, but then it was two against Kiev, yeah, and then uh, no, two against Berlin, yeah, and and so we we hadn't scored many, one against Anderlecht. We weren't scoring a lot of goals, uh, but we weren't conceding a lot of goals. Uh, so, so from our point of view, going into this game, I think people supporting Bayern probably thought to themselves, well, we've got the leading goal scorers in, in this competition. Surely this one's going to be, yeah, we'll be fine. Be easy. And just, it, was, just... it wasn't, it wasn't easy for them. No, just and go... it wasn't easy for us. You know, we had, um, we had Nigel on. Um, a few months ago, uh, I know Nigel, and he came on and chatted to us about the game. And he said, um, obviously, when when he had to come on, that Jimmy Rimmer, he didn't know Jimmy Rimmer was carrying a, a knock. Right. W- was you aware of that? Because he no. said he didn't think many people, if, if I think the manager knew, maybe one other yes. person he, he thought knew at the time. So would you... Probably the physio. Yeah. Physio, yeah. So, so uh, what did you think when Jimmy suddenly... Decided well to suddenly had to realization that he had to come off. Big you? surprise, big surprise. Yeah. I'm thinking, you know, because I, 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 I was looking over to the. I mean, I wasn't looking at Jimmy. No. I was looking over on the touchline because the referee stopped the game, and I saw Tony standing up there, you know, with uh, with Nigel by his side, thinking, "What's going on here?" Was he? And then <laughs> I've decided to look back over my shoulder, and then I'm seeing Jimmy picking his gloves up, his spare gloves, trotting off the pitch, and, and so. Out of the back of the net and just walking across the pitch, shaking his head, you know, and thinking, "Where's Jimmy? What's wrong with Jimmy?" Because he hadn't really done anything up to that point, no. yeah. And he'd obviously done something we we laid later on in in the game against Swansea, the last home game, uh, and it hadn't it hadn't got to the point where he felt he was comfortable in playing, uh, but he thought he'd give it a go. Well, you would, wouldn't yeah. you, really? You know, you're going to give it a go. Absolutely. But yeah. the, the, the fact that he decided after 10 minutes this wasn't for him, uh, you know, I think was, shows was, huge character that does. Yeah, to, it does because he could have, he, he probably could have, yeah, you know, he could have maybe tried to get through the game, Martin, and, and, and he knew yeah, probably yeah. deep down that he, he yeah. you know, he wouldn't have done himself. Well, the thing is, from Jimmy's system. point of view, when you think about it, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's played every game. Absolutely, yeah. And we've not seen we've not seen Nigel. No. <laughs> Come in. It's a good job he we've was good, wasn't it? We've seen him on the training. <laughs> you obviously knew him, didn't you? You must have known yeah, him. Yeah, we knew him. Yeah. <laughs> Who's this guy we coming on? <laughs> you know. But we've not we've not we've not actually done no. any great any we've not played a game with him. Yeah. So so here he is now stepping into the the biggest cup competition besides the World Cup. Yeah. You literally couldn't the, write on, it, could you? If, if you sat down and said, you know, let's write a script for this game, you couldn't have wrote that, could you? You, you couldn't have written really? that, no. No, no, no. no, far from it, far from it. And the know. fact he came and, on and, and played as on. well as he did. Yeah, he's come on and he's 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 played, he's played obviously to the strength of, of Nigel Spink. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because cause we, you know, as I say, we were very... I had very little time with Nigel on a match day, yeah, playing with him. So it was all about what he did in training, where we yeah. would have been, you know, maybe trying to take the Mickey out of him by chipping him, you know, from <laughs> twenty yeah, yards. Yeah. Which you know, goalkeepers never really liked. helping but, his confidence uh, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but 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 he was uh, 
you know, he was he needed he needed a he needed an early touch. He got an early touch of uh, coming out and taking a, a cross, which yeah, was a, definitely you know, good for the goalkeeper. Get 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 something on your hands. Making two or three good saves yeah. early on as well. Yeah, he made some good saves, you know. And yeah. uh, and as I say though, when I've been with Nigel, why were you in the goal, Nigel? You're a goalkeeper. Yeah, that's we expect your job. you to save the ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just he's a goalkeeper. <laughs> you know, it, I, expect, mate, yeah. I expect Peter Wade to score goals if we can. Yeah. That's it. I expect people in midfield like myself and Gordon Cowens and Des Bremner, you know, to work like Trojans up and down that's the pitch, it. trying to link the defense with the attack. You know, that's our role. And yeah. so, you know, Nigel's though is a bit more you know. Nigel now can't escape or hide. Whereas no. someone coming on the pitch as an outfield player, yeah, can easily sort of hide themselves. A goalkeeper can't. You know, it's so important no. that you know he's on, and he was, and it was. Listen, he was a. It was a. It's a great story for Nigel. You know, Absolutely, to come on the pitch. Yeah. And, he's a top and bloke as well, Nigel, isn't he? Be part of a great evening, you know, and uh, but all the lads, listen. The, the way the way Bayern played, you know, when you when you look at it, when I look at it again on on video, they played very deep at the back. You know, they 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 didn't push on, uh, you know, and squeeze the pitch. They left the pitch quite long, and so from our point of view, it 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 didn't give us that springboard to counterattack. No, because normally done the homework you know, on you, Dennis. Yeah, yeah, they did. You know, we they, they knew what they knew what kind of a team we, yeah. we 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 could be and how difficult we would be if if they gave us that opportunity to counter because you know we we had the that's what we lived on really was that that link between winning the ball on the edge of our box. Well, Tony Morley was the key, wasn't he? Yeah, totally the, the, how quickly he could break and, and, yeah. and you know link. So, it, so link really, really, you, you, tactically. They nullified you, but to, but to find a way to actually win the game and 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 stop them from scoring was was really a, a, unbelievable, wasn't it? When you when you well, it was it that. was because it wasn't expected. Just because, no. as I say about that goal, I think that was the first and only time that Tony got behind their defense. Yeah, right. That one time he got behind the defense. That one time where we sort of dislodged really their system for 10 seconds yeah it's all it took isn't it absolutely so tony's now got behind their defense he's crossed the ball to the far post along the ground not a chip for the no. header to the to the he, most famous shin in, in villa history yes and peter's now put it in the back of the net you know so so you know it's it because the the guy marking peter now has gone to the near post to cut the cross out. Yeah. But Tony's been able to put enough pace on it to go between the goalkeeper on the ground and the centre-back. And Peter's been able to have that easy job of, <laughs> of putting it into the back of the net. So, easy you know, job, so yeah. that's the only time, and, and that's all you need to have, really, you know. Yeah. You know, to, so to after, win a game 1-0. After he scored then, did it feel like that the, the, the time was going very, very slowly then? Did, did the clock... No, no, the, the whole game the was like that, to be honest. How yeah. was it? You know, you know. Listen, you, you, there was a clock there, but I, I, yeah. I, I don't remember myself looking at. It. I just thought no. to myself, no, let's just concentrate on what we've got to do now. We've got to lead, yeah, yeah and, and let's just try and keep playing, keep plugging away the way we had done, 
you know, and we weren't, we weren't, you know, sort of getting lots of the ball. But what we had to do was make sure that we didn't give them an easy passage where they could get one back and and then that might be the end of it for us, you know. And uh, it was great to win one nil. Yeah. In 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 ninety minutes. Yeah, there's not a better score because, to win by, I don't think, than one nil. Yeah, I no, I mean I mean they they must have been devastated that they couldn't yeah. score. Yeah. After all the goals they'd scored previously. Yeah. I mean so I've got you know, it, Go on. I've got a question from Luke actually before we came on. Yeah. He asked me to ask you. He said, So we've won the game. Yes. What does it feel like to, to, to know and, and to go and lift that trophy? Was you very aware of the significance of lifting it and and going down? I mean, I'm not sure how aware you are a lot, obviously, of, of, it was a big, big moment in our history, but obviously the picture of you lifting it which I've actually, as you know, got tattooed on my arm. Your face is on my my arm. That picture was going to go down in history. So was you aware of that or did you just, I can't, you know, did you you have a pre-idea of what you was going to do when you lifted it or what was it like? What was it like lifting that trophy? Listen, Justin, you've got to realise for any professional footballer playing in the first division, when you've seen Aston, when you've seen Liverpool and Nottingham Forest, Win the trophy, yeah, and then and then lift it up. If you get a chance to do that, yeah, it's 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 it's. I always classed it as the icing on the cake. Really, the the win yes. in the league was the big one for me. Yeah, the win in the European Cup. Now, yeah, it was now justifying that that winning of the league. In other words, yeah, I just I, and I think most of us would feel the same way. Probably, let's not let. England down, yeah. Let's take yes. it again and yeah, win that yeah. European and t- and show everybody around Europe, you know that, you know we we have got the best teams really, yeah, yeah, yeah to be able to win these comp this competition. So I think you know going into the game and thinking, well, you don't think can we win it? You just think to yourself, you know, let's go out there, let's win. There's no. You're not you're not pre-guessing yourself. You know you're not no, thinking no. about what it'd be like to pick the trophy up. No, I've no. done that. I suppose you don't seasons. want to let yourself get that far ahead of yourself. I've do done, you? you know, yeah, because it, yeah. it could be a big letdown. Absolutely, it could be a big yeah. disappointment. Because because obviously I, I I felt that obviously when I saw you know Graham Sooners and Phil Thompson, you know, yeah, pick yeah. the trophy up and then John McGovern pick it up. Yeah, yeah. I felt I'd love to do that. Then, but but now we were there in reality, and you was actually going to do it, and and there was an opportunity now for us to win it. Then you you've just got to say to yourself, well, we we we've got to play. We've got ninety minutes. Let's get out there and do it. And then at the end of it, if we're champions, then that's when we can all relax, and now really enjoy, enjoy the moment. Yeah, and I think I enjoyed that moment like all the other lads, you know, and all the fans. It was a moment of supreme happiness, really, from from our point of view and the fans, and from our know, point of view. <laughs> yes, it was it was just beyond. Yeah, I think our dreams. That, does it you still know, feel like yesterday? Can you still? It, like... it certainly does. No, no, yeah. it, it does. Every 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 year, you know, when you watch it played, you, you just think. Yeah, you know, we were there once. 
Do you, some, do you sometimes get up on a Sunday morning and have a cup of tea and sit down in the chair and you just think, I lifted the European Cup? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I would. I'd no, be thinking that every day. No. <laughs> Listen, I've got pictures. I've got pictures around me that sort of. Did, that I've got pictures in the house which remind me of it. Anyway, yeah, yeah. you know, it's Amazing. a constant. But it's a, it's a constant anyway, just because people talk yeah, cool. about it. And that was what AV40 was about, you know, Absolutely, going out yeah. there and talking to the fans and, and, and celebrating 40 years. I mean, crikey, 40 years on, you know, we think about it, one, you know, as, yeah. as, a, as a person. You wonder where the 40 years have gone, really. Well, that's what you know? I've got two questions left for you, Dennis. One yes. of them is, is, is just running on from that. So are you, are you obviously, it's probably a daft question to ask, but you must be proud of the legacy of that team and, and like you say, 40 years after it's happened, I bet you can't imagine, I bet you didn't imagine then that 40 years later, you know, it would still be such a heralded thing really for the fans and, and the club and, and, and the team. Well, I, I, I think from, from our point of view, I think we, we, we all felt that, you know, the, the success we had would, would bring on more success. Absolutely. Yeah. Same. At, at the same level, winning the, the the league, and then going into Europe and winning yeah. in Europe, yeah. Uh, and forty years on, we're still we're still waiting for it, just as as a lot of fans are, really. Yeah, you know, the 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 they're really starved of of what you know we of what we thought we were building in, and what Ron Saunders thought he was building in eighty eighty one eighty two. Yeah, and uh, it didn't work out. But from our point of view, yeah, we we know ourselves is that at the moment we're the most successful Aston Villa team ever. Ever. Uh, we know that's, ourselves. That's some legacy. That, that's some legacy to have laid, laid down. Well, absolutely. You see, I mean, we we know ourselves that we've left a, a fantastic legacy behind, uh, and we'll always be remembered because whenever you read the book. That's written about Aston Villa. Yeah. Whatever book you read, yeah. You're in it. It's always going to mention <laughs> yes. 1980, 81, 82. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to it's going to name all the players. And those players are going to be sort of and, and people will then sort of go, Well, let's have a look at this and go onto YouTube and, and have a look and, and find out about the players and everything and, and see what they you know, uh, what what it was all about. They'll see the shitty pitches. Sorry about that, but those pitches right. we had to we had to play on, you know, yeah, compared yeah. to today. A bit different to today, you know. Uh, but but no, we as a, as a, a group of people, we know where we stand with the football yeah. club. Yeah, I sometimes wonder whether the football club knows where we stand. Yeah, from that point of view, you know, because. It, it's sometimes difficult for a club to dwell on the past. Of course, because they want to create new memories, don't they? They want they to want create a, new yeah, and, and 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 from our point of view, is that that's what we want the club to do as well. Absolutely, you know, yeah. I, you know, we we want the club now to now have a maybe another team that excels in the way we did. Well, you've and, you've. Um... You've you've preempted my final question there, Dennis. Yes. So it's a bit of a two-parter, but I'll give you the first one first. Can we? Cannon, do you think the Villa will ever win the European Cup again? I think that one is going to be beyond them, really. Yeah. I think the Premiership, yeah, 
uh, in a season like Leicester had, where maybe the big boys sort of have a bit of a, a season off, yeah, and they get an opportunity to put uh, a good run together and quit. So there's, I think there's a possibility of winning the league, but we all know what winning the league takes. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a lot of money. And it's also having the best players. And, you know, you, you've, you've got to have a, and, and it's not just something that happens overnight. You've got to be up in that. You've got to be in that tough four yeah. all the time. If you want to win the league, you've got to be in that top four because that now will yes. bring better players to the football club. Yeah, yeah. You're in Europe and it'll also give you an opportunity. See, I just think the, the Champions League, it's 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 we had nine games to win it. Mm. You've got nineteen now at the moment. Uh, my personal might... opinion is I think I think the European Cup it, the Champions League as it is now is devalued yes. from from where you won it. Because the whole point of it, and even in the new wording of it, Champions League, you don't have to be champions to get into yes, the Champions no. League. You know, yeah. when you won it, your team, you had, like you say, you had to win the league, and then you got qualified, and then so it took you two years, in effect, to win the European Cup in those days. Whereas nowadays, you can finish fourth and win the European Cup, well, the Champions League the year after. So I think it does. Yeah, but value from, it I think from the fans' point of view, just it's it's a it's a it's a, a great moment to be in. In that sort of competition, and if you can Absolutely, get yeah, if yeah. you can get into it, you know, sort of through finishing fourth, then that's what the fans want. That's what the club wants. The club wants yeah. that. They want Europe, you know. Uh, but I just so that just, that that, that is sorry. That is my that's my last question. Actually, is is yeah. what are your thoughts on the current team and your opinions on what they can maybe achieve over the next few years, and what do you think of the new manager as well? Well, I thought I thought Stevie Gerrard. Was starting to maybe put something together, uh, and it didn't work. So yeah, I think that was disappointing. You know, I really thought that he he was going to bring something to the football club that it needed, and that was like an icon at the top, yeah, someone who who who, who knew what it was all about to be successful and be a winner. Uh, but he wasn't able to instill that into the team. Uh, whether he, I don't know. I, I've got no idea. You, you know, I don't know how he worked with the players. I don't know what he was getting. But you think sometimes, you know, I look at it and I've seen a few games this season where I just felt that the big weak link for me was midfield. That's yeah. my honest opinion. I didn't think it was at the back. Uh, I thought it was in midfield. I think. Taking the captaincy off Tyron Mings was a big mistake by Stevie. Yeah, uh, he should have left Tyron with the with the, uh, the the captain's armband. It was an unnecessary. It was an it unnecessary. Was unnecessary thing to do, I thought, yeah. unless Steve, unless Steve had a an, an ulterior motive, and that was yes. you know he, he wants to get rid of Tyron Mings. Yeah, but yeah. to replace him with what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I think I think he made he made a couple of mistakes which uh, probably threw the rest of the players a little bit, you know. And it's certainly I think from John McGinn's position, yeah, you know, being given a captaincy now, 
we talk about that as ex-players and think to ourselves, well, what's happened to John? You know, from the point of view of this season, he's not he's not moved on to the player that we all thought he was he was going to. He's stalled, so, hasn't so, he? So it's 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 whether it was good for John to be captain, I, I don't know. He's the only person that would be able to tell you that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I took over the captaincy, yeah. I I had no there was no sort of saying I Ron Saunders hadn't told me that I was going to be captain. He just gave me it on the day. So I'd never I had no time to think about it. You know, I just got on with it and everything, and it just went from there. Now, I just think now, you know, when you see Ty, you you would have had maybe people that like Tyron, yeah, who 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 thought he was doing a good job, but taking them taking that off them now, did they feel as if that you know that was was going beyond what they felt was right at the time? Possibly you caused a bit of friction as well. You know, that you don't know it yeah. might affect people, you know. So, so, so I think little things like that were uh, were helping Stevie. Yeah, uh, scoring goals. You you go back to being successful. You've got to have two goal scorers yeah. to score regular. Absolutely. Yeah, and and yeah. if you can, I think in the modern game today, if you can get two goal scorers who score more than fifteen each, you, you've got to have a good team. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be so, there or thereabouts. Thirty goals. So basically, what you're saying is we need we need Peter With, Gary Shaw, and Dennis Mortimer, Des Bremner, Des Bremner, Cowan. <laughs> yeah, Gordon Cowan. To be honest, yeah, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this just because you're here, but no, for me, what I've felt like for for quite a few seasons is we are missing that all round central midfielder that can do everything. I mean, we're watching Jude Bellingham at nineteen. Absolutely fantastic performance yes. in the World Cup, and yeah, that player that can do everything, and and like you did, and I, I'm not, as I say, I'm not just saying. Well, there is a here, player. But... There is a player there, Justin. There is a player there who, given that role and given the right players around them, which is Jacob Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. can do that. Huge talent. Huge talent. Yeah, yeah. He, what I like about him is, is that he can run with the ball, a bit like Bellingham, yeah, yeah. But he's he's got to have the players around him now who he can play off and work yes. off. So that so that to me now, if being a manager, looking at looking at Jacob and the way he plays, I'd be wanting to build a team around him. He's the future. Oh, yeah, he's a real bright future for Aston Villa. Yeah, because okay. of the way he plays. And if you look back at the last game against Man United, yeah, he was he was outstanding in that game. And, he was. And the reason why he was is because he was picking the ball up on the right-hand side. No one was picking him up and he was off. There was yeah. none of this now getting the ball and going backwards like one or two of the midfield players do. Yeah. Yeah. They go backwards instead of forwards. Yeah. The thing about Ramsey is, is that he wants to get forward with the ball. But the rest of the team now are going to be switched on to the way he plays. Yes. And the way they play is that Jacob likes to run with the ball. So he, he needs players like I had with Peter With and Gary Shaw. You need what you call a wall. You need to hit them, get it back. Yeah. yeah. 
and then go to again to be able to be able to progress the team up yes. the pitch, basically. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What what you don't want now is as a player like Ramsey is that you pick you get your head up and you see the space, right? If you can hit the ball into quickly and then move without the ball, like I used to do, and then get it further up the pitch. That that was what I like to do. And then and then yeah. what I'm looking for is the next link. I find with the in the game today is that forwards are too often showing the backsides to the to the midfield. In other words, yeah, yeah. they start off on a run. Yes. Right. And they're expecting now some kind of worldy pass. World to be pa- yeah, perfect. Yeah. But people like a midfield player like that, they want players to bounce off, get yes. it back. So you want you want somebody again. with a back the back to goal, really, don't you? That's what you're talking yes, about. Absolutely. That's that what they want. Feed the yeah, ball that's into what, that's what he needs. Get yeah. get the team up the pitch, get yes. and get them in positions where they can hurt other teams. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. It's it's gotta be a, a, a link up all the time, you see. Yeah. From back to front. If you can instead of being now one long ball to like Ollie Watkins making a, a run out wide to the left when everybody else now is fifty yards behind them. Yes. Yeah. It, it it doesn't work. Yeah. If you're gonna hit if you're gonna hit Ollie Watkins, you've got to hit his feet or into his chest, and then yeah. he then you play off him, you see. And that's yeah. that's how I would like that's how I would like Villa to play in a way, you know, and and and, and to give Jacob Ramsey that platform to build his game, you know, and, and the game against the game against Man United, where he got so much of the ball on the right hand side, and did really well with it. Yeah, there was no hanging about with him. You know, he knew what yeah. he had to do with it when he got he's, it. He's very direct, isn't he? Confident. He's very direct, and that's what I like yeah, about yeah. him. You yeah. know, and, future and Villa captain probably... Dennis. Pardon? I, future yeah, Villa captain. Listen, he's, he's got to be, but not yet. I mean, he's he's too young for that. You know, but yeah, yeah. he needs what what he could be is a leader on yeah. the pitch. Definitely. You know, and 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 it, it could like Bellingham now. You look at him. I mean, he's a leader. Nineteen. He, Nineteen. Nineteen. Just... He is. You know, and and you look at the way he's performing. You know, so yeah. so why can't Aston Villa now get Jacob Ramsey playing a similar how about, way? How about Bellingham and and JJ in the Euros in two years? That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Listen, I mean, Bellingham's got a hell of a uh, career in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. And. Uh, you know, as he, he's 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 a fantastic footballer from the point of view is that he does what I like about a footballer. He gets on with it. He yeah. likes to get forward. He's direct, very direct. You know, and that's what Can he do wants to do. As well. When he shows that, when he opens up, and he goes to teams, yeah, teams don't know what to do. Yeah, they back off, they back off, they back off. But then, you know, the problem for that then is how far do you back off before you yeah. know it? You're in your own box, and and that's, that's what. It. That's what you get when you've got people who are prepared to run. This football, this pass and pass, 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 pass. Yeah, okay, you're trying to develop some kind of opportunity. But the only problem is it, it's it's for players like Jacob Ramsey, that's not how he wants to play. You know, that, that would be boring to him. Yeah. yeah, he wants to get on with it. And and that's what I think Villa have got to try and build around that player because I do feel like he's got a lot of talent. Right, look, Dennis, I, I could talk to you all night, <laughs> and and I've, I'm very conscious that we're now into nearly ninety minutes, so I'm going to have to wrap it up now. 
Okay. But I just wanted to say it's been an absolute pleasure getting to know you over the last few months, coming to see you and the team. And on behalf of myself and thousands of Villa fans that are watching, um, I just want to say thanks for everything that you did as a player for us and how well you continue to represent our football club. And I'm proud now to, to call you a mate. Thank you, Justin, for that. And uh, just to let you know, uh, have you have you seen the Super Villains? I have, yes. We we uh, covered it on the pod, yeah. Right, OK. Well, there's a lot of people who haven't seen that. Right. Yep. There's a lot of Villa fans who haven't seen that. And and what we're, we're open to do is in the new year is try to get out with that on on the, into little cinemas and stuff like that and places that where we can fantastic, show it. Yeah, because we we feel that you know from the, the Villa fans' point of view that they're missing out on a on a really interesting sort of uh, sort of uh, film about the, the the actual rise of Ron Saunders. Yeah, taking the team in nineteen seventy four, winning the league well, cup, getting promoted. I tell you what we'll do. I tell you what we'll do then, Dennis. We'll get you back on. Yeah, at some point, because as I say, I could talk to you for hours. Um, if you can get that, if you can get that done and, and get get it into the cinemas and then have you know whatever, we'll get you back on and we'll have another good chat about it all and maybe cover a few things that we haven't been able to chat to about today. And and also, don't forget everybody, if you haven't got it already, yes. go and <laughs> the get full because <laughs> it is honestly it's a great reading for any Villa fan. It would be great present in the. Uh, in Good. the old stocking, but thanks, thanks again, Dennis. Really appreciate okay. it, and Good. up the villa, up the villa. <laughs> <laughs>